0: Welcome to Implement This with Microsoft Business Solutions MVP Britta Rexted and co host Matthew C. Anderson, where we have an insider's discussion around the things we consider when implementing Dynamics 365. In today's episode, sponsored by Kingsway Soft, Britta and I discuss child workflows and actions inside of Dynamics 365 and model driven power apps. Kingsway Soft is a leading integration solution provider offering software solutions that make data integration affordable and painlessly easy. Thousands of enterprise clients from over 70 countries and regions rely on Kingswaysoft to integrate data with various business systems in order to drive their business efficiency and fully leverage information assets. Kingswaysoft is a leading provider of Microsoft Dynamics integration software, including Dynamics 365, CRM, NAV, AX, GP, SL, as well as many other applications. Check out their version 6 release of the SSIS prod, featuring seven new components, including support for Azure Blob Storage, Google Sheets, and a new data profiler transformation component. We thank Kingsway Soft for their sponsorship, and now, on with the show. Hey, Matt. Hi, Britta. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you?
1: Really good. So, um our User Group meeting recently. Yes. And um I presented on flow versus workflow. Not really the verses. It wasn't contentious at all. We've covered <laughs> that before. Um in an earlier episode. You did a you
0: did a great job oh, of presenting the Better Together story.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. Um, but a question that came up, and this comes up all the time when we're talking about workflows, uh really automation in general, is what the heck are actions? Mm-hmm. Why do I care? And how do I learn them? Yes. And um and it's a really great question. I I always think of them as something that a developer – it's how I would collaborate with a developer better and so that I can use kind of a power tool in my workflow. So I get to keep running off and writing workflows the way I want to. But I know there's really a lot more to that, and I think we should dig into – I think actions are this thing we all know exists, and it's kind of the boogeyman in the corner. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't really know what that is. I hope no one asks.
0: Well, and and I would say a lot of people don't even know they exist, mm-hmm. um, and and when they when they hear about it, it's just kind of that lack of familiarity that makes it uncertain of why would I use this? And even the the origin of them very much came from them being something available to developers. Uh, you could call these actions from the SDK uh, using uh, you know using something that a developer has has written to be able to go make things happen inside of Dynamics. And you could package up what what those actions actually meant through the configuration side of Dynamics. You could you could define what that action was going to be, but then a developer could go hit this action as part of a, a an SDK call and make this stuff happen. Uh, but they've they've actually grown from their humble beginnings uh, within that. So I think this is a great topic. Yeah. Let's dive in. All right. So Looking a little bit at the 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 question that, that came up, so this was at a, a local CRM Dynamics three sixty five user group meeting, and it was a mix of folks from the business side and the technical side who were in the room. Mm-hmm. And it, the the person who kind of brought it up and and really kind of put a point behind this question. Was a little bit more of the system administrator slash develop like developer side of mm-hmm. of that that type of role, and I think it it showed in the way that it came through because it was kind of like a you know I've got this I've I've got this capability here but um, I, I see that I can use it but why why do I use it
1: Why would I um,
0: Yeah why, why would I And specifically when would you use that versus a child workflow, mm-hmm. uh, and there, I think I. I think if that was I, a specific if, question, actually. Yeah, if I read the, if I read into the question correctly, it was the question behind the question. It was, give me what I need to be able to justify why I want to use an action because I think I do want to use an action, mm-hmm. and the the discussion that followed from that was that um, when you're building, say, a, a workflow out, um, and you let's say you want to be able to have a a notification email that's going to go out um, you could do that a few different ways you could build it directly into the logic of the workflow that you're working on you could build that into a child workflow that you call from the the workflow that you're running mm-hmm. it's um, common. Adva- there. advantage there is you get to make that thing a, a little bit more repeatable mm-hmm. um, But then there's also the option of doing that same type of notification through an action. Um, And an action really is just another type of process within the process engine of Dynamics 365. It is very, very similar uh, in this instance to uh, being a a child workflow or a workflow that can be called from another workflow. but part of the the differences that are there is that actions are always going to be a real time process, um, so something to keep in mind for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when it was introduced, there weren't uh, uh, real time workflows available to configure uh, people configuring Dynamics, so it was mm-hmm. uh, a definite difference. When when you look at a list of workflows that can be run manually, those are always going to show up inside of your list of. Uh, if you have a, a record that you're looking at, you can see what workflows can I run. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to see a list of actions that are out there. And if you don't want users to be able to run those actions outside of the context that you very specifically want it to be, that's a pretty good candidate for having it be an action instead of a, a manually run workflow. Mm-hmm.
1: Another one I was thinking of as you are talking about it is that there are times we can't use a synchronous or real-time workflow um, if we need a wait condition for something. Mm-hmm. So maybe a very small part of your process does need to be instantaneous, but um, you can't have the whole workflow be real-time. So sometimes we do that, we we, piggy- we piggyback a, um, a real-time child, you know, <laughs> with a, a background parent workflow, but it gets a little complex there. Yeah. So that's an opportunity to just select the only part you need. We don't want anything to be real time that doesn't have to be. Right, yeah. So yeah. this is a way to be very surgically specific in what exactly needs to go out immediately. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, another another couple of things around this and kind of why, why actions. Um, when we look at the kind of direction of the platform that we've seen through like preview features, uh, there's a pretty cool preview feature called action buttons uh, inside of the business process flow. Uh-huh. So, for you know anybody who's worked with um, you know, think of an opportunity process and you're going to send a, a copy of a quote to a customer. Uh, maybe you wanted to automate the sending of that quote, and there were a few different ways to do that. One is you could have a user go in and run a, ma- a workflow manually to say, okay, go and send this quote. And you'd have to train a user on, okay, here's where the workflow thing is. You go click that, you choose the workflow that you want to, and then you apply that to this current record. Mm-hmm. And it's not that bad, but it's a little bit clunky as, as people are using that. So with business process flow, a lot of uh, the, one of the common ways to meet that need is to add in a checkbox and you know that checkbox is called send quote in email and you check that and then once the record saves it's going to go and hit that that it's going to call that workflow and send out your your record so that's that's definitely a way to do it but that's not necessarily intuitive for people about like oh am i am i actually sending this it doesn't feel like you're doing a thing it's almost more like You're checking the box to say that you did. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's. I've always run into, from a training perspective, salespeople don't don't get it. They don't see that checkbox as being a button for them. So what action buttons give us is inside of your business process flow, you have a step that instead of being a field or a checkbox or a whatever, it is literally a nice little blue button that shows up that says, send quote. And it attaches to that action that you've defined behind the scenes. And you can reuse that action across multiple business process flows uh, in multiple forms. The form doesn't matter. The specific process flow doesn't matter. You just add that action button as an element to the business process flow that that you're working with. And you now have a way to be able to have a go do this thing button. Right there for for users to work with, which is very satisfying from an end-user perspective. People like their buttons that do things.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes, users
0: do like their buttons. And it it doesn't require – I mean, there's always been a developer option of you can do a custom button inside Mm -hmm. of the application action bar to have it be a a button that says send email. But then you have to build in logic to that, and you have some sort of script that's actually calling – Either the action or the workflow or, you know, going directly against the SDK to make those things happen. This makes it something that you can package up. It's solution aware. You can move it between environments. You can test what it is that that you want to do. And you can reuse it again and again and again, all within the the grasp of your your typical admin, not having to solicit a developer's help to be able to do that. Nice. Yeah.
1: Something else I want to make sure we point out, it just the contrast between a workflow and an action, is that workflows are always tied to an entity. Mm-hmm. And so there are some times that you have to do the same thing. You have to write, I don't know how many times yeah. I've looked at something and said, oh, okay, we can do that in a workflow. But that means I'm literally going to write the same workflow 20 mm-hmm. times in a different entity. Yeah. And that, that can be really frustrating. And so an action can be global. Yes. which is really cool. We don't get a lot of that, um, yeah. but because it's a little more generic and it's inputs and outputs, we actually have some potential there. Um, so for things that you repeat a lot, I think about um, maybe something you want to perform against multiple activity types. Mm-hmm. That can be something that you can do here without reinventing the wheel yeah. you know, over and over with child workflows all over the place.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic point. I'm really glad you brought that up because the 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 scenario is not that uh that unusual if you've been around dynamics for a while where it's like oh yeah i i already wrote that in one place i i want to be able to reuse it but it's just it's sitting attached to the wrong entity
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so you got to start over that's the hardest one to explain to clients Mm -hmm. wait so why do you have to do it 20 times oh because the table of entities is really complex and it feels like it's all the same but actually it's a bunch of different things yeah so yeah it's a great it's great little power tool there the um a question that comes to mind as a as a former admin mm-hmm. um, who could you know do a lot in a workflow. If you are if you're a system admin, you're not a developer at all. You don't have a developer, and you're totally content with workflows. It is meeting all of your needs. Are you doing something wrong by not using actions?
0: No, okay. no. I mean, if you hey, there there are a lot of features within the platform. If you are having your needs be met with whatever feature set you're using, mm-hmm. don't feel like you have to go implement. This or that feature, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. uh, just because you know. Especially, I mean, there it, there are cycles that you spend on making sure it works, testing, getting feedback from people. Those those types of things. I mean, if you're if you're accomplishing the the same types of goals with just you know out of the box workflow or you know whatever combination of tools like that, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, certainly if you have. Customizations that you've put in place that may, you know, cause you some pain and hassle and headaches in upgrades, or as you're trying to do things like, you know, add things into individual apps for a more personalized and tailored experience. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to, you know, uh, check some of this functionality across like a mobile device versus just on the desktop, you know, the experience of going and you know manually running workflows or whatever those types of things can be. Uh, can be a challenge mm-hmm. for end users. So at those at those times, consider what's in place. And is this, you know, is it going to be sufficient to kind of work with what we have today? Or is this the time where we use the um, kind of the, the richer functionality that's available with, um, say, an action, getting some of the advantages we talked about there? Um, or can we just... You know keep going with what we 've got, and people are going to be totally happy,
1: yeah, or even yeah. if you're writing off if you're if you're not someone who feels like you can get everything you need out of a workflow, might have, part of that might just be learning the tool better, but also it might be that there's specific. Um, maybe you need you know, escalation processes or something else, that your your workflow can get 90% of the way there, mm-hmm. but um, you're writing off workflows and a developer is automating everything for you because you're just that last little bit that you need isn't there. Actions may be that compromise in the middle where you can tell a developer, hey, I just need these three or four things, and I can take it from here yep. and write all the workflows that I need, and then just call that action from inside a workflow, and you're good.
0: Rock and roll. Sounds All right. Thanks for the time, Britta. Thanks, Matt. You've been listening to Implement This with Britta Rexted and Matthew C. Anderson. You have a business problem you'd like us to discuss on the show? Reach us through our website, implementthis.org, where you can also subscribe to the podcast. We're on Twitter, too. Britta is at MacGyverCRM, and I'm at MC Anderson. Thanks so much for listening.